open up the curtain. Uh, Salvatore the Musical. Yeah, it's a musical about the founding of the school. And grab a plate. Bring out my dish! I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Thursday, February 4th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies, but first, your entertainment headlines. Nominations were announced Wednesday for the 2021 Golden Globe Awards, and the big winner is Netflix. The streamer scored 20 TV nods and 22 in the movie categories. Leading those lists is The Crown, which landed six nominations for its most recent fourth season, followed by Schitt's Creek. That comedy swept last year's Emmys and earned five Globe nominations for its final season. The movie Mank topped the motion picture list with six, followed by The Trial of the Chicago 7 with five. More on that movie in a bit. The 78th Annual Golden Globes will air live on NBC Coast to Coast on Sunday, February 28th, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler return as hosts, which they'll be doing from opposite coasts. Fey will be at the Rainbow Room in New York City. Poehler will be at the show's regular home, the Beverly Hilton in Beverly Hills. The CW has given early renewals to a dozen of its shows, some of which haven't even premiered yet. The new series Walker is among them, as well as All-American and the Arrowverse shows The Flash, Batwoman, DC's Legends of Tomorrow, and Superman and Lois, which premieres February 23rd. Charmed, Riverdale, Nancy Drew, Dynasty, and Roswell, New Mexico will also be coming back for new seasons. For other news, reviews, interviews, and much more, head over to EW.com. Today's number three pick is a show that will probably hit a bit different these days. Bravo's Summer House, in which nine friends spend their time living, working, and partying together under one roof in the Hamptons 24-7. Call it quarantine Bravo style. Summer House returns tonight with a season filmed amid the pandemic this past summer, featuring a new roommate who's helped fight COVID as an ICU nurse, and the return of Danielle Oliveira as a full-time cast member. Though the roomies will try to let loose, relax, and forget the stresses of the year for a bit, there will be an abundance of drama as relationships are tested and old flames are revisited. But what else would you expect? Joining me now to talk about Summer House is one of my fellow Bravo lovers here at EW, our digital deputy editor, Rebecca Detkin. Hey, Rebecca, how are you? Hey, Jared. I'm great. How are you? I'm wonderful, and I'm so excited to talk about this because I think this is a show I maybe only watched like one or two episodes when it first started, and I drifted. So tell everybody, uh, for the uninitiated, uh, about this show and what's so great about it. Let's see here. Um, First off, let me be clear. Summer House is not a show I love, um, but it's a show I love to hate. <laughs> and sometimes I hate myself. <laughs> sometimes I hate myself for watching. Um, it's not really all that interesting. And the stars of the show are people I would probably uh, go out of my way to avoid in real life. Um, but somehow I can't look away from all their shenanigans. Um, so if you're not familiar with the show, Bravo introduced Summer House uh, in a Vanderpump Rules crossover episode. Um, when Stassi mm. and her crew took a trip to the Hamptons on the East Coast. Right. Like totally Pump Rules, Summer House uh, follows a group of attractive 20, 30 somethings. Um, unlike Pump Rules, they're not all aspiring actors and models who work together at the same restaurant. Uh, instead, they're young mm. professionals in New York City who supposedly work very hard all week. That's what they tell us, though we never really see proof of that. 
um, so they can escape to the Hamptons and party every weekend uh, at their beautiful summer rental. Um, so like all good reality shows, Summer House features a lot of uh, rosé, drunken hookups, and drama. Um, I guess you could say it's a slightly mm-hmm. classier version of the Jersey Shore. That's I, you literally took the words right out of my mouth. I was I was going to say that like the shenanigans aren't quite as um, uh, how do you describe the difference in them really like uh, R rated versus PG. I, I don't know how it, it definitely gets raunchy at the summer house. But, you know, the Hamptons, nothing mm-hmm. against the Jersey Shore. It's just a much prettier setting. They have a really lovely <laughs> house that they live in. And the the group of roommates uh, that reside there, you know, they all seem to to live pretty privileged lives, which might be part of the reason why I also hate watch the show. Um, but uh, what makes this season interesting in particular, though, that's going to make it a little bit different, is that it was filmed uh, last summer during the pandemic. So um, instead of just coming together on the weekends now, these 10 cast members spent six straight weeks together working, living, and quarantining together in a new rental house in the Hamptons. So, um, so it's more like the real world this season. Exactly. A little real world, big brother twist. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm guessing that being stuck t- together 24 seven versus just getting hammered together on the weekends is going to add a different yeah. dimension to the show. Oh, well, <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the drama is definitely, uh, upped in those regards because of course, all of us who've been working from home, we know like what being cooped up at home feels like and needing that escape. So I guess at least they have the Hamptons, but right. What will, what will this 24 seven interaction lead to? I guess we will find out. And they have a great pool in the backyard. So. (laughs) Yeah. On one hand, like you kind of want to be there with them, but then you see what happens and you're like, oof, nope, no, thank you. Yeah. Uh, But it's, but it's fun to watch other people go through that. So that is what I am going to do. Summer House is ready to be occupied tonight at 9 p.m. on Bravo. Thanks, Rebecca. Thanks, Jared. Number two. If you're not a reality show fan, how about a musical instead? Our number two pick, Legacies, is going back to its roots this week. Well, sort of, with Salvatore the Musical. In tonight's episode, the students of the Salvatore School put on a production retelling the history of the school, which is to say, the plot of the Vampire Diaries, complete with singing and dancing. Josie plays Elena Gilbert, while Jed and Caleb play Stefan and Damon Salvatore. Lizzie plays Caroline Forbes, naturally, and Hope is not exactly interested in participating. Here's a preview. Uh, Salvatore the Musical. Yeah, it's a musical about the founding of the school. Hello, brother. Damon, what are you doing here? I just missed you. That's all. This episode is sure to be a nostalgic treat for longtime TVD fans, complete with pitch-perfect costumes, ridiculous wigs, and even a recreation of all those doppelganger shenanigans. The curtain goes up at 9 p.m. on The CW. Don't be late. It's trivia time, and we're sticking with legacies for today's question. Star Jenny Boyd, who plays Lizzie, attended the same acting class as what Vampire Diary star? Kat Graham, Kayla Ewell, or Candace King? Stick around for the answer.
All February, we are celebrating black performers and artistry for Black History Month with binge recommendations, as well as picks from EW staff, stars, and filmmakers. Today, we're recommending a movie that scored big at yesterday's Golden Globe nominations, The Trial of the Chicago 7. Written and directed by Aaron Sorkin, the film is based on the real-life trial that ensued in the wake of anti-war protests at the 1968 Democratic National Convention in Chicago. The U.S. government charged eight defendants with conspiracy to incite a riot, leading to a highly publicized and controversial court case. The cast includes Yahya Abdul-Mateen II as Black Panther Party co-founder Bobby Seale, one of the defendants, who's at the center of one of the film's most powerful scenes. Abdul-Mateen previously told EW that he, quote, connected to Seal's deep desire to not be overcome by this oppressive system. He never bowed his head and he never showed defeat. He added, quote, it's important to be a voice that represents the stories that need to be told right now. Indeed, Chicago 7 resonates strongly with our current moment, especially after 2020's mass protests and police violence, which was not lost on anyone making the film. EW's Derek Lawrence previously discussed the movie's timeliness on our What to Watch video series. Take a listen. I interviewed Aaron Sorkin, and he said, you know, a question he's been asked a lot is, like, did the script change at all to mirror the times that we're living in right now? And he's like, it didn't. Like, the times changed to mirror his script. Like, he's like, when we started shooting, like, I already thought this was relevant, and we didn't need it to get more relevant, but then it did. Um, So, yeah, this is something that lucked into if we want to say that, I mean, you know, we're not really very lucky right now, but this movie um, feels like it's coming out at the perfect time. Well, the Hollywood Foreign Press certainly thought so, giving the film five Golden Globe nods, the second most of any movie this year, including Best Drama, Best Director for Sorkin, and Best Supporting Actor for Sasha Baron Cohen. You can stream The Trial of the Chicago 7 on Netflix now. We need to take a quick break, but before that, I want to tell you about the Savannah College of Art and Design Atlanta TV Festival, aka SCAD ATV Fest, which starts today and in which EW is a partner. Today's lineup includes panels with the cast of shows including Superstore, Queen Sugar, and The Unicorn, and Brian Cranston and Cynthia Erivo are both receiving honors. On Friday and Saturday, panels include stars from the Ish universe, Blackish, Mixedish, and Grownish, as well as Batwoman, A Million Little Things, A Punky Brewster Reunion, Our Conversation with Women Who Kick Ass, and many others. You can learn more about the festival at EW.com and at ATVFest.com. Our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. And now set the table for today's number one pick, 
Fast Foodies. The True TV series is a brand new and wildly fun cooking competition starring Iron Chef winner Justin Sutherland and Top Chef winners Kristen Kish and Jeremy Ford. In each episode, the three chefs compete to recreate and then reimagine a celebrity guest's favorite fast food item, from double burgers to Hawaiian pizza to sausage muffins. It's gonna be chaotic and delicious. Here's a preview. We're gonna take our favorite fast food items, we're gonna copycat them, and then we get to remix it and put our own little spin on it. My dish is gonna be a gooey cheese fritter with shaved wagyu beef. My mouth is like, what? <laughs> I'm making prosciutto with pineapple relish. It's so delicious. It's like space alien food. <laughs> when I looked at it, I thought, no way that this is a spicy chicken sandwich. <laughs> and yet it is. <laughs> You've never seen a cooking competition show? No! Like this. All right, who wants a drink? Mm -mm -mm. We gotta go purge ourselves or something. Oh, oh, oh. Screw you, burgers. <laughs> Say hello to my little friend. Can you do your best horror movie scream? Yeah! Ah! Ah! Oh my gosh, somebody wants attention. <laughs> Celebrity guests on the show will include James Vanderbeek, Community's Joel McHale, Insecure's Amanda Seals, and many more. For anyone who likes their cooking shows a little less fancy and with a side of comedy, this one should be to your taste. Fast Foodies is served at 10.30 tonight on True TV. And now the answer to today's trivia question. Legacies star Jenny Boyd attended the same acting class as what Vampire Diaries star? Cat Graham, Kayla Ewell, or Candace King? It must have run in the family because the answer is Candace King, who of course played Lizzie's surrogate mother, Caroline, on TVD. After Boyd landed her part on Legacies, she went up to King in class and announced, I'm playing your daughter. Wonder if their time together in class helped Boyd when playing Lizzie, playing Caroline in tonight's episode. That is our show for today. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow. Be sure to rate and review the show, and of course, follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior TV editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW, and I'm at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. What to Watch is written by Tyler Akalina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, produced and hosted by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmal and Carly Usden.